Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk a bunch of animated shows and movies here with new podcasts every other Wednesday. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and I'll be joined very shortly by Delaney and April to once again talk about Miraculous Ladybug. This time is the latest three episodes that have aired in on the Disney Channel US, uh, headlined by Optigami, the uh, kind of mid-season four finale, so we're very excited to get into that. You can check the podcast description for timestamps on uh, when that discussion starts and specific uh, topics within that discussion, although our Ladybug podcasts tend to be free-flowing, so not uh, super hard lines uh, in the discussions. Uh, As a programming note, you may have noticed this podcast is up a week early. Um, That's because I'll be away next week, which would be our regularly scheduled every other week. Um, So this is up. This is in place of the uh, podcast on July 28th. Uh, There will not be a podcast on that day. Our next podcast after this one will be on the Owl House at some point in early to mid-August-ish. A little bit unclear. We haven't finalized our plans for that one yet. Um, Just on exactly when, because it's like around the podcast normal time time period is around the mid-season finale of the Owl House. So we'll decide what works best. Um, and then for Ladybug, we'll be back um, towards the end, I think, of August on uh, the four episodes after this is the plan, assuming that everything stays the same right now. Um, and last thing, before we get to our Ladybug discussion, on say we really appreciate any iTunes reviews, either on our Miraculous Ladybug feed or our main podcast feed or wherever you're listening, any comments you leave. I wanted to highlight uh, a five-star review. I always mean to do this and forget. So here at the top of the podcast, we can um, say thank you to um, Chad and Piers from the United Kingdom, who says, five stars, amazing. I have watched a few of the more recent episodes, and they are so good. They are really easy to pick up from a random point, and people are really nice. I hope they keep making miraculous podcasts because I really enjoy listening to them. You guys are amazing. So thank you very much for that review. Um Really appreciate any five-star reviews you guys leave. On the other hand, here is a review uh, from Deleted Seamless. Uh, three stars. Uh, title, Are You Joking? Uh, we are st- are we are straight just not going to talk about Luca and Marinette? Are you kidding? Are you actually serious? Um, so thank you for that review, Deleted Seamless. Thank you for the three stars, at least, you know. Um, better than one. Better than one star. Uh, but, you know, uh, noted that we're not talking about Luca and Marinette enough, you know, for me, you know, I'm always up for more Luca discussion. So I will uh, keep that feedback in mind. Uh, that being said, <laughs> let's go to our main Ladybug review. Uh, Ladybug time uh, for our main discussion on Ladybug. I'm now joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. Yes, as mentioned, uh, we are discussing the latest Three episodes of Miraculous Ladybug that have aired in the United States on the U.S. Disney Channel. We are following the Disney Channel, U.S. Disney Channel releases. I'm doing a podcast about every month. As of now, they are projected to stop, uh, at least for the time being, mid-August after 13 have aired. So we'll see if they hold to that. Uh, But the latest three episodes, these are the three episodes we're covering in this podcast. Queen Banana, Guilt Trip, and Optigami. So... Is make sure you've seen these three episodes, especially Optigami, which is the big mid-season finale of season four. 
uh, which we are getting after uh, like eight episodes or something. So there we still have, you know, Close like enough. we still have a few episodes yeah. in the middle that we're missing. These are episodes eight, 11 and 13 of the season. So we are a little bit out of order now. I believe the others are not done yet. We're going to get a, two of these, I think, coming up that we missed and then. Two of them, I guess, are not done. Uh, but yes, three these very exciting three episodes. At least one of them is exciting. Uh, but uh, the you know plot wise, we appreciate all types of ladybug episodes. So let's get into these uh, three episodes. Oh yeah, and as always, please do not spoil us in the comments or episodes that have not aired in the United States Disney Channel. If you are unclear which those are, just see which the podcast has talked about. Check our past podcast or episodes we discussed. Please do not spoil us. Uh, Delaney, uh, you've recently watched these three episodes. What were your big reactions? Man, this season is just so good. I feel like the episodes are just hitting. Like, I really liked all of them. Um, obviously, Optigami is like, Optigami was so stressful. Like, I was like on the edge of my seat. But uh, Queen Banana, I think, as silly of an episode as it is, it's. I think it's a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, guilt trip was great. I loved exploring um, more of like Julica and Rose and getting to know Rose better. And you know, Optigami. There's a oh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Optigami for like an hour. But all of the episodes were great. I really enjoyed them. Like I think they were a good like. It gives you a little bit of everything. You know, it's like it's like a full full course uh, ladybug meal. Like you have like the zaniness and Queen Banana. You get a little bit more with the the students in Guilt Trip, and then Optigami's like Hawk Moth's just losing his mind. Yeah, we kind of have this ends of the spectrum here with in, re- in regards to plot and like everything silliness. is here. Yeah. yeah, I think Guilt Trip is unlike anything in Ladybug, but at least Queen Banana and uh, Optigami. Um, although you know, each episode we at least get a one th- significant thing happening in people getting yeah. miraculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, over under, what, 75% of the podcast is spent on Optigami? Yeah, uh, yes. over. Oh, yeah, easy. Okay, yeah. I think, you know, I think we can spend probably an hour on that and then quickly try to <laughs> go through the other jokes. That's <laughs> probably what's going to happen, but we'll see. Maybe we'll manage time well for once. You'll find out. Yeah. April. LOL. <laughs> LOL. April, what do you think of these three episodes? They're good. Like, I'm... Like Delaney said, like this season's just hitting and like these three episodes just continue to provide that feeling. We're getting so much. There's movement and we're we're going forward and we're getting payoff to things that were set up in previous episodes. I don't even know what this show is anymore. I mean, is this is this miraculous ladybug or I guess they just call it miraculous now. So they're like, all right, we got it. we're dropping title names. Who calls uh, it miraculous? It's on the thing. It doesn't say the miraculous or the miraculous tales of Ladybug um, and Cat Noir. It just says miraculous now. Yeah, that's been back and forth on that. Yeah, but anyway, it doesn't matter because Natalie is safe and and that is what's important. <laughs> Somehow, Natalie's not dead. She's not dead. (laughs) She's all cozied up in bed. Gabriel's letting her work from home. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Her room in their mansion. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't think Gabriel would be one of the bosses that would let his employees work from home during the pandemic. You wouldn't have expected that. I'm... I mean, I don't know. He literally goes. Gabriel, I think we probably mentioned this in the past year, but Gabriel invented work from home, right? Like he's never left his home. 
Yeah. I mean, he sent I think out, we he made this joke. so against working in person he that sent he a sent out holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and and he's like on the iPad in like all three of these episodes. Yes. Is he? <laughs> um in guilt trip is is he on the he's yeah he's, okay he's he, not in guilt trip as much in. but like he's on the he's iPad on the ipad and queen banana, banana and, queen. uh yes yeah and the, <laughs> queen banana whatever is he on the ipad he i mean he so he well he goes somewhere in optigami that's a big he is one of the yeah, few times he deal. ventures he outside went, of he went his... somewhere but no but in queen banana he's on the ipad he's mixing it up you know yeah yeah, that's the original. He packed his and then he like and then he like talks to Chloe like he talks to Chloe on the iPad and then he's like then he like hangs up the call and he's like oh, time to be Hawk Moth. He's so dramatic. <laughs> he's like this is for the good of the film and the good of my plan. Like yeah. shut up, Hawk Moth. Yeah, that's a you know he, he had a fly my fly my Akuma moment where he does something as Gabriel and then tries to Akumatize. Yeah, it's great. A plus. And again in Optigami, although much more uh, calculated here. Yeah. They were both calculated. Let's be real. Yeah, and then there's Guild Trip. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, excited. Yeah, I lo- loved um, Optigami, big plot episode. Excited to talk about everything there. Um, Queen Banana, I think, is fun. I Not as crazy about the Zoe episodes, but I think there's a lot of fun stuff in Queen Banana. Uh, Guild Trip. You didn't, like, you didn't like Chloe being, like, completely off her rocker? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we mostly discussed it last podcast. Yeah. We didn't even see this episode. It's just like a little exhausting that we uh, re- regress Chloe this much and TBD think, what the show does. I feel it. like we're at the turning point, maybe. Like we're getting somewhere. Hard to be worse than than this, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, an, there's an important, I think, plot thing, which is Adrian puts her in her place. So we'll, we'll at least talk about that a little bit. But um, Zoe, yeah, Zoe's fun. Gets miraculous. That's fun. Guilt Trip, uh, super weird episode. Um, Obviously, we've said this many, many times before, but this could really be the weirdest Ladybug episode. It's um, super weird. <laughs> so not in the same way as uh, it's just Reverser, the fact, like, but the, she immediately is like, "It's me," and, she, and then Hot Wheels like, "No." <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk about that moment. Um, but like, Hot Wheels like, literally like ruined his own life. Like, yeah, but then he, I think he then tried to play it off like it was part of his plan. I oh can't, yeah, I, he was like, "Oh, I, I was confused." Into my trap. Yeah, like, shut up, Hawk didn't Hawk, you, you just know. say no? Like, um, anyway, no, no, no. It's because it, it. I mean, it did. It, it worked out in his favor. But he was like, always was planning on Ladybug and Cat going, and he just uh, yeah, the villain going. Yeah. In. It okay. was so funny. The fact, the best part is, she's like, she gets acclimatized, and she's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relatable. Um, she throws the phone in the trash. A plus. Honestly, Julia was gold. Like, <laughs> she's like, f this. Yeah, that's so awesome. great. Chucks the phone. <laughs> like you throw it in the trash. Yeah, they were upset about that later. I think I think Guilt Trip is Ladybug trying to do like an '80s campy episode, uh, like a I mean, yeah, power because, positivity, uh, like uh, TV special. Also, she like some magical girl. She stuff. literally turned into Sailor Moon, guys. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, Rose. Um, so it's, it's, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be down on Guilt Trip and I didn't like it as much. However, I think it is like very well made. I think that it's just like they're trying to do something that we don't like, uh, but it was very intentionally and intricately done, I would say. I liked it. I thought it was like fun and like it was a very different episode, which is always fun. Also, yeah. I, uh, anytime that like there's sort of like a visual representation of like depression or guilt or something mm-hmm. those lines like I'm always into that and I think this one was like yeah it was quirky but 
I mean, like, when I saw, like, Julica surrounded by all of the little bubbles and everything, I was just like, oh, yeah, girl, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> also, like, also this episode's super gay. Uh, that too. Uh, we'll talk about yeah, we'll talk about that. Another thing is there's uh, some of the best quotes of the show are in Kiltrip. So oh, it's true. Yeah, I'll say these quotes. Okay, we'll come back to that. We're talking about Optigami. Let's go in reverse order through the episodes, and by that I mean spend most of the time on Optigami. Um, what what was the big what was the biggest reaction you had, Delaney, watching this episode? Uh, I mean, I was stressed the whole time. It was just general stress. It was stress because, like, you knew the because it was a really good plan and it was going exactly according to like it was going so well. Like, you know, like I love my girl Alia and she's been doing great, but I was like, don't do it when she like grabbed uh, the the turtle miraculous. I was like, no, don't do it. And then I was like, oh my god. But I mean, uh, the ending though is a marinette. That was like the best. Like. Oh, it was, like, so stressful, but then at the end when Marinette figures it out, is like, so satisfying. Like, ooh, she really, like... And I think there's gonna... I don't know if we're gonna have more fallout from this episode or not, because, like, also, again, Adrian has to be a Cinta monster, right? Like, are we really gonna keep doing this? Okay, like, hold on. He has to be. I have so many questions about Cinta monsters after... Okay, uh-huh. let's let's talk about them, April. Give us your questions. Yeah, what are they? Okay, so... Adrian is the Senta monster. That's not a question. That's right. Not a question. But okay, so Senta monsters can have their own agency, but also be puppets. Uh, good question. Yeah, I guess because because we were, I guess we've kind of been under this impression that like all Senta monsters kind of think for themselves or whatever. But then in this episode. Well, I, I think in, I think in the episode Ladybug last season, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but basically like Marinette freed the Santa Monster Marinette. Like, well, I think, well, ga- I like think they gave her possession of her objects, right? Like a mucked object. I think. Oh, the, right. That makes sense. I think well, that's I think, what happened. So this one was like they are controlled by. So then Adrian would have to have his object or it's like somewhere that's not like, you know, it's not like t- Natalie like holds the tablet that she puts right. the amok into and then controls Optigami. Well, I think um, too, it depends on how you want to use it because like, I think it's kind of a, you can either make it and just let it do what it's doing. Or it's kind of like when Hawk Moth is in charge of the villains, like they're doing what they I mean, want he's, to. He's not really like in charge of the vi- right. villains. Right. But I do think, but I do agree because he does puppet, like he talks for them yeah. and they, they say what he says. So I and think he's like depends. hearing what he hears and, and everything like that. Yeah, so, so I think I, it depends on like how involved he wants they, to be. Or yeah. how involved the person who's, I guess, grant, not granting utilizing the amok yeah. yeah but then also i i definitely it is also important that like that it like it would be different if the nino Sinta monster had had the, yeah the object the yeah i look i think there there are rules to this um that we don't know off the top of our head so i apologize however what i want one of my takeaways in general from this episode was um this episode is like full display of Sinta monsters and illusions from yes. alia so, like, at this point in the show, mirages, there's constant mirages, constant Santa monsters, anything can be real or fake. Like, yeah. yes, there's rules, but they can basically do whatever they want and write yeah. around them. So, like, they have, like, complete complete blank slate to do whatever in terms of anything being real, anything so being Adrian's fake. So, Adrian's a Santa monster. 
Um, like I, I, I just, I'm not saying oh, that yeah. we've like jumped the shark or anything, but like there's enough, th- this episode showcases enough so evidence. much fake stuff in play that like th- they, they can write around any single situation yeah. of anything being fake yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot. It's fun. I mean, this episode show makes full display of like the narrative they can construct from a blank slate of anything is real, anything is fake. It's like, I think it is fun. I also think it's a really good demonstration of just how smart Marinette is. Yes. Yeah. She also just like pays it. Well, I guess because she is a designer, she has that attention to detail. So yeah, it's a good. Yeah. And then also the interesting thing that she always needs her lucky charm. So like, yeah. So then she knows that she always uses her lucky charm. And then like, oh, it's a big episode for the is Marinette's lucky charm, her thinking, or is it fate that's determined for her? But we don't need to talk about that. Didn't they like say that? What is it like? It's her thing. It's like it's supposed to be her like, thinking, but whatever. Like We'd... yeah, whatever she sees, like the little spots or whatever. That's just her like processing yeah, yeah. the thing. But the lucky charm doesn't yeah. necessarily. But there's cl- there's clearly some element of uh, external like the, force in play because she makes the mirror before she knows like what to use it's it. The inspiration. Yeah, that's. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. Well, totally. it's kind of one of those like she needs the tool, but she has to figure out how to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Um, let's go through some of the highlights that I've written down from this episode. We can start with Natalie because we're excited to talk about Natalie. Oh my God. I was like, Natalie's not dead. So it's the first time we know of that we've seen Natalie. I assume it's the first time. Well, we've like heard her before, but we haven't. Right. We haven't seen her. We don't know where she is. We were, and again, we're missing four episodes before this, but I like this, this is, they play this as here's what Natalie's been up to. So I think that it's. She's like basically Oracle. She's like Oracle from Batman now, basically. Yeah. She's just working from home yeah so it's not i don't think the episode's super obvious about it but she is laying in bed here Um, yeah yeah. and she does have like that moment whenever the uh, muck um gets destroyed yeah kind of like she's like like, no and it's noticeable too because yeah because that a muck like yeah it being destroyed hurt her but whenever um shadow moths um like Sent a monster got destroyed. It didn't, so it didn't hurt him. Right. So it might have been like a res- a result of her still being. Yeah, she's sick. still she's still feeling the effects. Clearly, well, it's yeah. kind of well, it's kind of like even though they, they fixed it, the miraculous. Yeah, they yeah. fixed it. Well, it also didn't. I mean, not that we know, but we kind of like you know we can infer that like it didn't bring Emily back. So yeah, but we need to make the wish for that. It's, yeah. it's pretty clearly. Um, but yeah, she, so she's been bedridden, but also, I mean, she got up at least at one point in order to create uh, Optigami. And she's been tracking the miraculous holders that they figured out in the season three finale. I can't believe um, they brought that back, honestly. Like, I I'm was good. so happy. Yeah, I mean, that was a big, that was a big thing, you know, I think. That, yes. that, 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 well, it was uh, like for once they did that. something and then they were like, okay, so it, instead of like, oh, this failed this one time, they were like, we're going to figure this out. And honestly, I'm stressed because now they're going to pay more attention to Alia. Yeah. So it's like stressful. Yeah, so high, high level, you know, going away from Natalie for a second. The big, this is like the Alia season. The, yeah, my thing. We saw in episode three, which is like part of the basically three part premiere. You know, Alia learns Ladybug's identity. In this episode, she gets the permanent miraculous and Hawk Moth. Uh, I, excuse me. We should always be saying Shadow Moth to give him, pay him his respects. So no, his with. his name's Hawk Moth. Um, I'll call him Gabriel. I don't Hawk care. I'm, I'm writing Shadow Moth on the outline, just so you know. Uh, Shadow Moth. Uh, he oh, what I want. Hawk Daddy is all. Hawk Daddy is always appropriate. Any occasion. Hawk Daddy's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can call him by his proper title, Hawk Daddy. Hawk um, Daddy. His formal, his formal title. We should uh, make shirts. 
<laughs> We've been <laughs> saying this. That. We've been saying this. Uh, he's so they they're gonna focus on Alia now because Alia is the most significant person that they know the identity of. Um, and God, I'm still not over it. They're like, there's no one in the elevator. It's like you're so stupid. We'll come back. Like, we'll come back oh, to that that's moment. Just yeah. Adrian and his friend. Let's let's She's add that on our here. list. Yeah, let's add the elevator. Um, high high level, as much as to me, I'm always like, I feel like I'm a downer now about season four. But as much as it's like, oh, big things are happening. This is the mid season four finale. And the big development is that now we're going to focus in on Alia and Alia has the permanent miraculous. What I would say is like, it's significant. It's great. Uh, We're not on track for anything short of a end of season five identity reveal like i I think it's at this point like we're a fourth of the way through this like two season combination i feel like it's pretty clear we're not getting anything huge until the end of season five i mean they like hardcore teased it though well i will say they literally were about to be like they were literally about to tell each other okay let's talk about the let's talk about the the elevator moment so um, it's kind of it was like i'm getting stressed i really (laughs) thought they were gonna do it but at the same time it feels like a really like like a like a tease almost but i don't know like but it was also kind of like i don't know like haven't we been through this 20 times before is this one this one this one has so much more significance though because okay because we already know that marinette is comfortable revealing her identity to some people to people Mm -hmm, that she trusts true and and she's i i mean if it's not obvious to her yet like she can know the identities and like of the other miraculous holders but they can also know her identity as well you, no matter what even if she is the like she's the guardian yeah she's, she's making also, her own rules yeah she's like she's again making her own rules and so the reason why, like, this one is, I wouldn't even really call this one, like, a tease. This one's, like, genuinely significant because, like, her, she's been cultivating this relationship with Adrian outside of her being Ladybug. But, like, for her to also trust him enough to, like, be like, okay, this situation, like, I have to transform into Ladybug. I do not have a choice given the circumstances, like... So I like I trust Adrian to keep this secret or whatever. And th- I think that's why like it's not a tease, it's like significant. This, this I will say on the same point of that, I part of the reason I feel so weird about this scene is I don't know if I feel that Adrian was really in a place to tell Marinette. Yeah, th- I I'm, I wasn't like focused on that like I'm on part the of it. No, I agree with you. Yeah, because I, that's not the like, whatever. If Adrian wants to tell wh- whoever that he's Cat Noir, I mean, like, I, mean, I get honestly, it, based it, on but it's not as big of a deal. It makes more sense for him to tell Marinette than Nino. Yeah, honestly, just from like, I mean, we've seen them get a lot closer, but it's just the problem is we. I feel like we need an episode where we're like with Adrian more. Like, we need some more in Adrian's head. Oh, stuff. look! Look at you speaking for the fangirls, wanting a uh, Adrian, another Adrian well, POV as episode. The, as the number one cat noir resident stand, cat stand, yeah, I have to. It's my, yeah, so you, my job. Can we update uh, people on the know, on the shirt uh, you got? April got me a shirt. Yeah, I still need yes. to take a picture. Um, it's so they had like a Fourth of July merch, which makes no sense. But it's like okay. a blue shirt and it has Cat Noir on it, and then it has like a stamp. It's really cute. Classic American work- property, miraculous ladybug. Yeah, Fourth of July. Like, what I was like, there. 
The Statue of Liberty's on it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, it makes no sense. It's, an, like, it's a New York special it? shirt. It's a New York special shirt, but yeah. it's great. So they April got it for me for my birthday. Yeah. Okay, and my so birthday is very close to the 4th of July. So It was destiny. It was, it was great. Okay. It's an A-plus shirt. I wore it to work. <laughs> I love it. That's great. My favorite, every time I'm at work, some somebody's like, oh, yeah, I was watching my, like, four-year-old niece, and they were watching that show you talk about all the time. <laughs> Good. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, no, Ladybug's probably, like, one of the go-to babysitter shows on Netflix. Also, it's just so popular. Everyone's seen it. Really, it really, yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like it's not sometimes not super obvious well, to us because we're way out of the demo. But, like, this this is, Ladybug is the most popular, or Rick and Morty show that we talk about, like, by yeah, far. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But also, I love that, like, even whenever you talk to, I'm going to say, other adults um, who are like, yeah, I was babysitting my niece or my nephew. But they liked it. They were like, yeah, cool. like they're, they don't have anything bad to say about it. True. Like if you bring up Caillou, people have a fit. <laughs> okay. That's an extreme example. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. People go off. People go off on that show. Uh, okay. What were we talking Oh, the elevator. Okay. Here's the elevator scene. So by the, I agree with the analysis of like, it's a combination of they're closer than they've ever been. We've talked about how Adrianette has been progressing. We saw the big uh, umbrella part two scene. Um, and by the way, the, each of these episodes does have continuity. Like, Optigami is does have, like, continuity in terms of Marinetta stuttering around Adrian again, yeah. which is a result. Yeah, of I will. That, that was and we're having she's her just... creepy stalker moment where she's just yes. staring at that ticket. <laughs> okay, for the record, I thought that was hilarious when she's staring at the ticket. And then Ollie is like, yeah, that's why she's been paralyzed for 10 minutes. That was funny. Classic. Like, classic i thought that was good yeah so it's a it's a combination of adrianette being closer and this is the most extreme situation they've been in where they marinette just basically had no choice but uh i feel like this happens all the time where i'm like man i thought it was really gonna happen but i really thought it was gonna happen like i really like because at this point it really seems like hawk moth was gonna win I feel like I'm like just so de- desensitized to the show know. compared to you two. Like, I, like, I don't, like, wow, I just, you, I don't have know. Have you lost the spirit am I just, of the show? <laughs> I, am I, I might am be I dumb. Like, I really, I'm like, am I gonna fall for this every time this happens? Like, I, I like, absolutely. Like, yes, yes, but it's 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 acceptable. Um, but <laughs> but <it's a> little, <laughs> I, I just like I react much more to the Eiffel Tower being in the desert in this episode. Oh God, than, it was like, immediately. I was that, like, and it's the Eiffel Tower. Like at this point, like the memes. Like, I like I'm I never expect them to do any identity reveal i also just wasn't stressed like in this like i i don't like i i never like think they're gonna get foiled i think think this is honestly the two ways you should watch this show you should either be hyper stressed like me and april or you're just there for the memes like dylan and the thing is as long as it's satisfying it's fine because the memes in this show are hilarious like it's so funny that I will say, I, always something to me. a really good always. thing about Optigami, this is probably the most jam-packed episode of Ladybug in terms of plot oh, that yeah. we've had, but oh, there yeah. still are some great, like, uh, self-aware meta jokes yeah. in there. Um, so I, I, I continue to think that is this show's number one strength, is the fact that it is consistently uh, self-aware and over-the-top with its humor. Um, and it's, in, like, the show episode. is so funny, like... I was thinking about this. Ladybug is, like, kind of stealth maybe one of the funniest shows on tv um, no i was thinking about it because you know i think rick and morty's funny but like honestly sometimes ladybug is just so, sometimes so ladybug's funny. funnier yeah like honestly yeah. rick and morty is like maybe the only show i'd say is overall funnier than ladybug that i watch yeah yeah 
But even then, Ladybug's funny without being like disgusting. So that's something, you know. Yeah, that is favorite. true. Yeah, it's it's that's a true talent, honestly. Yeah, it is. No, like Ladybug's like legitimately funny sometimes. Like, and I'm not even sometimes. Like most of the time, and it, and it's so. I mean, come on, it's so funny that Chloe wanted like she was Queen Banana. Like that was hilarious. But, but like yeah. some but of the you, excuse some me, of the how about uh, Boom Boom? Uh, boom, boom, boom boom oh my god that, yes. was, that was okay everything chloe said as queen banana chloe was, was just very period. demanding of a giant yellow gorilla um, <laughs> okay uh, and she had like a car and like yes. anyway plus. once again back to the elevator scene so the uh <laughs> should i even try to put timestamps in this i don't know no, uh no. the well at least say the one of the episodes are. they're here okay we they're all here for this yeah i don't think anyone's like, really skipping around the ladybug podcast yeah uh they're about so they could they both rush into the elevator they're about to transform then they notice each other and they're like oh hi like i was like y'all are okay really? yeah the only thing that made me bad about that was because Adrian literally said plog. Like, there's no other <laughs> no, reason. No, it's a T like TikTok t- like shut TikTok, up, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all time. If we're gonna make top ten Marinette uh stutters around Adrian, that would be this would be I <laughs> lost it. And then and then he's like, Oh, who are you talking to? And then she's like, The fire department. And yeah. like also, I'm sorry. I think one of the best parts of this season are is the Kwamis. Like <laughs> Like when she Which calls so the Kwamis and they're like, what? And then like she goes, I need the horse. And they're like, like oh, I'm oh, not a, a horse. A rabbit, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Kalki like, oh, is good. very annoying in this, this episode. Okay, Kalki's so funny. Yeah. I, I think Kalki's very good. Um, okay, okay, okay. They're on the, yeah, Marinette's texting Aya making calls. Um, so they see, they see Optigami spying on them. And, okay, um, finally, this is my moment. Optigami looks like Ghastly. Every time Optigami's somewhere, it's like the Pokemon Ghastly, the eyes. Too. Yeah. Also, it should, the Optigami is Natalie's love letter to Gabriel because it's <laughs> shaped like an Akuma. It is like for no reason. Absolutely, like, no literally. Reason. No She's trapped in her room. She has limited inspiration. Uh, for also, Optigami is like she's also terrifying. a woman in love. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Pause. Uh, can you please scroll down to the beginning <laughs> of the screenshots portion of the document? We have to discuss this. Um, I added many screenshots. So this first screenshot, I've annotated uh, the scene at the end. This is the post-credit space, quote-unquote Why does she have a side of the bed? So there's a bed that Natalie's laying in. Gabriel sits down on the bed. The fact but that you added this arrow. Just point, like, I just yes! wanted to point out, there's two pillows on the bed, and Natalie's on the left side. Huh. Is Gabriel sleeping in the same bed as Natalie? I think that is heavily implied uh, by this shot in the end of the episode. Also, like, like, he, like, I don't even know. There's a lot of feelings I have about this. You see? <laughs> <laughs> Why are these, are they pop- point this out? Also, can we take note that his ring is no longer on his Yes, I was finger? about to say that, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't Dylan, remember. why did you put I, this d- here? Well, does it, he, there's the rings from uh, the the season two, uh, the season three episode. So he think that's one of the rings he has, right? But they they yeah, took the other one. Yeah, he would always wear it on his. Did he his move it? Finger. I don't remember. Yes, look, it's not on his ring. Finger. But it was it there. Yeah, that I, also I was very obvious yes. to me as well. He's not wearing a wedding band on his wedding. Look, finger. Natalie. Yeah. There's two pillows on the bed. Natalie's on the right side. Gabriel's uh-huh. sitting down on the bed. Presumably, he sleeps on that left side of the bed. Or she just works on that side of the bed. I, no, this is weird. This is this is weird. Look, yeah. Look, this is in in irrefutable proof that they are an item. 
at this point in the show. Gabriel. Also, he's really comfortable around her. Like the fact that he sat down on the bed on her side. Gabriel and Natalie are hooking up. Okay. You heard it here first. It's happening off screen every episode. Like this is even worse because it's like Natalie, like his whole life goal is to get his wife back. I'm so confused. Oh, I mean, that was already screwed up before this. So here's like, uh, like, we already know and understand that, but I wonder if this is also like his, uh, his own, not emotion, emotion, emotion that he's not going to succeed. He's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to succeed, so I might as well continue my life on with this beautiful woman. You're saying he's moved on. Oh, man. But he doesn't, like, he doesn't know or realize that he has. Okay, okay. We need to scroll down to this really horrible screen cap that Dylan has. I put put a bunch of great ones. Uh, Which one might you be referring to? The one where you're just, it's Hawk Moth's face is like the worst thing i've yeah, ever this seen is, this is life. at the end when he is foiled and he is broken and he is <laughs> a broken man there's like weird purple dots uh a la okay the, pop- that's that's like the, the picture like for this pod has to be on the moon has to be the moon one it has <laughs> to be that one yeah. i already made the screen cap it's Hawkmoth operating from the bathroom but the moon okay one is pretty to good. be fair i agree with you i <laughs> this is gonna go with our with quote the dj cowering in the back no we're not so doing that quite but <laughs> so good yeah, this is this this the when in the episode when they put all the Paris monuments on the moon. This is the equivalent of the April Photoshop with the uh, with the so good. Like that's the level of you. the yeah. Like clearly, I didn't know April's could have worked on I the like show that with that quality just of Photoshop. A random blue car and like a bus. <laughs> is that significant? Yeah, no, are we missing? Yeah, are we missing out on what that is? Yeah, whose car is that? I don't know. So good. It's the Hollow Dad car, maybe. Oh. All of his cars are black. Okay, back to the elevator scene, as we've been saying. (laughs) Uh, They see Optigami's spot. They're about to transform each one each other, and they both say, I have to tell you something at the same time. Yep. But then, uh, so I guess they sense that um, Style Queen is there, even though they don't see her. They only see Optigami. I think they think that Octagami, the Octagami thing is from Style Queen. Yeah, I guess they think they're probably, they probably think, yeah, they they, maybe Octagami's Style Queen sent a monster. I'm also going to assume at this point they, like, they haven't seen Myra in a really long time. True. So. Yeah, so they they think it's the Santa. So they they, like yeah, yeah. they uh, they like we know we get Santa monsters sometimes, but not really. Yeah. Um. So, but Shadow Moth calls off Optigami and Style Queen because he's he sees it's Adrian. So then they don't have to transform. But yeah, they say I have to. His friend. And his friend. She's not on the list. (laughs) Marinette. She's no one. Okay, I just I just saw her in Shanghai. She happened to be there. Um, I just—it's only—it's only the entire class. I don't understand. Well, no, it's not the entire class. That's the thing. Like, it's—it's it's not the entire class. It's only the people that are miraculous holders, and then Marinette. She's not on the list. Don't worry. She's not on the list, and it's Adrian. So, and I'm like, your son is literally Cat Noir, but okay. Yeah. Um. Look, this They're is like, one. Like, Adrian's uh, ex-girlfriend, and. Yeah. Also, it was hor- also, we need to talk about they're like they're like talking about these children and they're like eliminated. Like they're terrible. Oh yeah, people are dying in this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah people are straight up they're turning to dust. Like style queen is literally. I do think dying. this is one of the more almost gruesome, like uh 
powers. I, I, would, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, I had the same reaction when uh, Chloe was turning people into banana, bananas, but it was so that's funny more because they were bananas. <laughs> that's true, though. Similar. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and okay, so, yeah, that that's, that's the scene. I guess the big thing is, like, Marinette was, in an emergency, willing to disclose yeah. this to Adrian. So that is, like, a big development. Yeah. Because, like, imagine if it had been, like, Chloe or something in the elevator with her. Okay, maybe not Chloe, well, but, Well, she would have like, just been like, well, we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, or, like, even, like, like, Zoe. Like, she's close to Zoe. Right. Or, I actually thought she was gonna tell Zoe. I, I mean, I did, too, but I just feel like because it was Adrian and she trusts him. That's yeah. her home, her homeboy. Homeboy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, OK, so Adrianette, it's happening. Yeah. I've got um, yeah like, like, OK, so we know Hawkmoth's wish and identity reels not happening till the end of season five. Any chance they start dating at the end of the season? Yeah, maybe. I think I think there's at least still some. There's a little that. chance. Yeah. Because this God, the season has been umbrella scene or okay, they, we can do the umbrella scene, but only if they kiss, or I'm going to lose my mind. Oh yeah, if when they kiss the first oh, time, does it wait, have to be no, under no, an umbrella? No. Well, yeah. Okay, before we get that, we need Adrian to give Marinette a kiss on the cheek, so that it evens oh. out because she's done that to him. Ooh, you and right, you we right. can have. Would he do that though? Yes. Is this Lumity? Is that why we're yeah, doing okay, this? That, on the yeah. She said that, and I want you to know I got triggered. By the way, just just uh, just to just to check in, it, the 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 comparison is uh, the juxtaposition is at its extreme right now. Both Ladybug and Owl House are airing back to back on Disney Channel. Um, Owl oh, House is five ep- five hour. episodes into its second season and has had arguably, I mean, not I think not arguably, I think factually more develop more lumity development than we've had adrianet development in uh for in uh, four th- three and a third seasons right like, that's correct uh, are you trying yeah. to start fights over there what's up <laughs> it's just like this is like as much as we are like oh uh, lumity <laughs> so great a quote are we trying to start fights over there yeah but what is i don't even get it like who who who, 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 who trying to start are... fights with the lumity fandom yeah, and this is an anti. This is an anti. This is an anti Adrianette sentiment. If anything, like uh, yeah, I know. That's why I'm asking if you're trying to start fights. I, it's not. It's not there. The ship's fault. It's the show is so slow compared to. All <laughs> you're of us. right. You're right. <laughs> okay, they're on two different levels. You could be fair. Hopefully, them. season three of uh, Owl House, they're like married or whatever because they're not. We're not getting full seasons. Yeah, I mean, in Ladybug season fifteen, we'll get them married with the hamster or the the kid i don't remember no, it's a hamster yeah. named we don't know what yeah yeah okay come on come on okay <laughs> back to back to where we were before uh second thing that happens this uh this episode so gabriel's pl- big plan he wants um he, he's, he knows natalie's been working with optigami but basically like marinette's been too careful so they, she hasn't really gotten any information so th- this episode kind of justifies marinette's kind of extreme paranoia as the guardian yeah um, so it's, a little, it's a little as as people that want her to be a little more lax so she tells adrian it's a little annoying i would say uh yeah. but you know good good for her i guess and but uh, Gabriel comes what? with a plan. He says he wants to hide Optigami in the Miraculous when it's given back to Ladybug. Okay, my thing, I was like, this, I was like, whatever. And then it literally happens because of Alia. And I was like, oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. So we, we see, like, them adjust on the fly. And this this is the result. But presumably he had a way of this happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't think, like, I don't, Alia's blaming herself. But I think Marinette's right that it's like, Alia didn't really, like, this would have gone badly anyway marinette right as she said it then yeah. didn't know the true villain um 
So, yeah, I mean, like, this is, I think, all-time smart plan from Gabriel. Um, This is, like, this this plan is very in the weeds for me. Like, this is the show's mid-season finale. It's like we're going to hide a Santa monster in the Miraculous when it's given back to Ladybug. Like, this is, like... Very, I feel like very inside baseball for Ladybug, this, this plan. Like, uh, I don't know, are casuals going to really understand what's going on here? I guess so. I mean, I feel like they made it pretty clear. It was definitely like, I mean, it was, a, it was, a, it's an out there plan, but like, it's terrifying. I, I do think yeah. the one thing I think this ties in really well is the development with Marinette as the guardian that she like had the portal and the yo-yo to put the miraculouses away uh, for, yeah. she can access them from wherever. So this is like... Uh, they've already established that that was a big thing. So now they're Gabriel's playing off of that when it's right. returned to when it's returned to mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Although I don't think like if she just took the miraculous. Oh, I do think this is leading box, to the like thing. the superhero team though, because she trusted um, Alia, and like it yeah. might ultimately be safer. Yeah, but we, at I the think... same time, but now we he we know well, like A Marinette knows that Hawkmoth knows who the miraculous holders are. Well, and I think. The other thing, too, is because her identity is the most important of them Mm -hmm. all. And he, like everyone, I say everyone, but people of significance already know who those other miraculous holders are. So it's kind of one of those like, well, like, I really can't do anything to protect their identities. And... By constantly handing out the miraculouses, I put myself and my identity yeah. at risk. Says, so go ahead and let them keep it. Yeah, so it just it like it makes more sense. And she, I mean, she did have a really good point. Like, what if something happens to me? Because maybe she's not like Ladybug. She's Marinette. Yeah, that, right. was the, that was the big takeaway. I feel like was she was yeah. trapped in the elevator, so she was incapacitated, which also kind of happened in uh, the Mister Pigeon seventy two. So right. yeah. like that, I feel like that's the big motivation. Is like she needs well, to have all you have easier access when she's trapped uh, in the future. Yes. But another and counter to what April's saying is the fact that uh, Gabriel and Natalie now know to focus on Alia. Like right, they don't yeah. they don't know who Marinette is, or else that they would go after. Her. But Marinette's always hanging out with Alia, so this could go poorly very quickly. They just track Alia down, and um, right. Which that's yeah. my thing is I'm curious. Like I mean, I could see this. I mean, I know we're saying we're not going to get an identity reveal, but at the same time, like kind of where we're tracking. I mean, if they like. I could see this season ending with Hawkmoth learning that Marinette is Ladybug. Mm. Ladybug. I could see that. I could totally see that. That would be that. And now, anything that leads to like a game-changing status heading into the final Hawkmoth chapter, I think that's where you should be looking for what would happen yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. What if Ladybug is unmasked in front of Paris at the end of the season, and that's right. how Ga- that's how Adrian learns along with everyone else? Oh my right. gosh! Full Iron Man, it like let's go. Like <laughs> like Shadow Moth succeeds in that he takes off uh, the La- Ladybug's force to detransform in front of everyone I watching. I don't know if it's going to end up being like that. I feel like it's going to be a different type of situation. Cause I, I feel like it would just be so unsatisfying if like her identity is revealed to Shadow Moth because like she just randomly de-transformed or was forced I don't know. To well, if really, he succeeds. Well, uh, well yeah. we have to get to that point. Like we can't stay where we are right now. Like as mm-hmm. especially as we keep ramping up. Like I think I mean this season or the next, Hawkmoth has to win. Like he has to you know. win or like yeah. very badly lose. 
I well, mean, we're expecting him to make the wish, so he does need well, to get the thing. The only way this so, is yeah. so basically, these is these are the two scenarios, and they're both going to happen. Like it's going to be he wins, he makes the wish. Well, to do that, Marinette and Adrian have to be unmasked, and unless like unless he like steals their miraculouses without them being transformed. But right now, he can't do that because he doesn't know who they are. So yeah. season five, I mean, this season, I could see it ending. I think- with him, he knows, him and Natalie know that Marinette. Oh, God, guys, we're writing fan fiction right now. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. This season finale. Okay. <laughs> he finds out that Marinette is Ladybug. And he starts to encourage Adrian to hang out with Lady with Marinette more and more. They start dating or whatever. And then, like, oh, it's going to be bad. And then, like, to maybe he does make the wish or, like, he's about to or, like, he's really close. And then it's revealed to him that Adrian is Cat Noir. And that like changes everything. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it, the like obviously Baronet and like Adrian revealing that they're like Cat Noir and Ladybug would be huge, but I think it would be even bigger if like Shadow Moth found out who Cat Noir was first yes. before a Ladybug because like that would just be insane. Can you? I feel like that would be what breaks gabriel no i think that's what i really think that's what would do like i think even if he's either about to make the wish or like he has made the wish like i think he would but and i think i think that if it goes this way then we can still we could still get another season where we don't know marinette's identity or we don't know ladybug's identity which would i feel like would make more sense as we go into season five because I mean, it would just ruin everything if everyone found out who Ladybug was. So, I mean, you know, it would change the the default type episode um, for sure. But yeah, I think yeah, I think these are all plausible. Gabriel learning of Adrian would be really interesting, and learning of Ladybug would be separately interesting. Um, yeah, I think these, I think these these sorts of things are in play. Even though we're not getting the wish, we're not getting. Um, potentially their identity revealed to each other, but, you know, we've figured out, we've uh, posited uh, scenarios where it's well, kind feel of differently like, than that. I even feel like, especially the way we played it up with them breaking up with Luca and Kagami, that if they do get together, they would tell each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, look, we, oh, look, I'd love it, but I, I have my hopes not up, like, at this point. Like, that book. Well, I still, like, yeah, I still but... want it to happen that way. But I agree we're on, like, no, a I'm track ten, of... and I want it to happen. I'm like, it's happening. Oh, my gosh. What if... Hold on. You're 10? What if... Yeah, years I'm old? 10. Yeah. I'm 12. Did you say, I'm 10, I want the identity reveal? Is that the, is that the title? Yeah, that's basically like... what I said. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm 10, I want the identity reveal. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. I want it right what... now. It's going to happen. What if... By the end of the season, Adrian and Marinette start dating. Okay. okay. But the same thing kind of keeps happening to Marinette like it did Kagame when she was dating Adrian. And so Adrian knows that he can't keep secrets from the one that he loves. And the season ends with him telling Marinette that he's Cat Noir. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be great. Look, uh, no, that would involve that would them. Be the best. Yeah, it's that. Therefore, it's not happening. Uh, but no. <laughs> like, look, we don't get the, nice things the in the show. The most ideal April. situation would be 
that they both reveal to each other, but we can't have that. We have to have the drama. Yeah, look, look, look. We we're back. We're back in the off-season yeah. discussion think, of like scenarios that think, happen when they're dating. Like I love this think stuff. Of, but... Like how insane the next season would be because Meredith is still trying to keep her identity. And Meredith's like losing her mind. Adrian, who is also Cat Noir. <laughs> Yeah, that would be frustrating if she really knows. Nice and Kat then... Noir and Kat's yeah, like, I know. He's yeah, like, well, that's the, the yeah. What is happening? No, and so she's really nice to Kat Noir, but then Adrian's like, I love Ladybug, but I love Marinette. And it's like, JK, they're the same person. <laughs> okay, look, look, I love this stuff, but why are we like full on writing fan fiction in the middle of this? It's plot just happening, discussion? Dylan. It's just happening because they <laughs> almost told each are. other. Also, don't we do this every pod? Why are you shocked? Yes, but this is the, like I said, the most plot heavy episode in Ladybug. <laughs> Well, we already talked. Look, this is old news. We know Adrian's a cinema monster. He made Nino a cinema monster, but Marinette's a genius, and she figured it out. I will say it was so dramatic that she turned around. She's like, "He's a cinema monster," and all. And before so all crazy. his life was ruined. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. look. This is great stuff. Look, we have many ideas for the fan fiction list that we eventually will talk about. But uh, look, I I love. Look, let's write all this down. Let's revisit it in between seasons four and five after nothing happens in the finale, and we're all disappointed because we got our hopes up too much. Um, but uh, already no, something great's well, gonna happen. My dreams. Yeah, we'll see if Delaney ages any years from after being ten if uh, nothing happens <laughs> this season. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, Shadow, Shadowmoth creates Sentinino. Um, mm-hmm. And then Aoi gives him the miraculous. Shadowmoth is having a ton of fun uh, role playing as Nino. He's like, he really he, is. This is the most fun yeah. I've ever seen Hawkmoth have. He, you know what? He was having a lot of fun, uh, like doing the. The center monster okay. of the the DJ guy. Okay, and he's just the like they're savage. Okay. He's roasting her. Audrey. Yeah, he like yeah. so he calls her to set this whole thing up, and yeah. then like just causing her stress, and then he like ruins her live on television. Like he's such <laughs> a jerk. Like he is the worst. And then he's doing all of this from a public restroom. That's really what got me. Like, well, and my favorite part is that the actual DJ is just cowering in the background yeah, the, whole the whole time. time. Yeah, they, 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 that, that's one of the funniest things is just the visual of he's just in the background when Hawkmoth is talking, Shadowmoth is talking. And, she, and he's just sitting there roasting. <laughs> he's just roasting her. It's incredible. Yeah, so Hawkmoth Hawk Moth sets up shop in the tower public bathroom. Um, he's graduated from the train bathroom to a to, normal bathroom. To now. a normal yeah. bathroom, yeah. Yes. So this is, we love Hawkmoth operating from the bathroom. This is like our a favorite plus. thing, I think. We love uh it's we love Hawkmoth working remote. And by remote, we mean not at home. It's so funny. Like, especially, like, considering how many times you see Marinette and Adrian, like, transform in a bathroom stall. And he's just standing in the middle of the bathroom, like, he's talking to himself, even, basically. He's not even worried about someone coming in the door. He literally That's the thing. The, the people could come in at any point. Like, What's he doing? He's well, just, just Hawkmoth. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter. He's Hawkmothing he, it up. Yeah, he's very confident here. I think rightly so. This is maybe his best plan yet. Um, but he, yeah, he get like, uh, he's very, like, it's really because of Natalie's uh, uh, skills, but they're like uh, tracking everyone down like very routinely. Yeah, it's he's not um, doing anything. It's Natalie. 
Yeah, well, he you know he yeah. sets up shop in the bathroom. He's he, just being uh, dramatic. That's takes, all he's doing. Cre- he creates scent to Alec, and Alec real Alec is cowering in the yeah in the background, and oh, then he's fine. roasting people. He says, "Fly my Akuma from the bathroom to like the other room over, like the next room over." <laughs> that was like that that Bless that was a moment. Him. I wasn't stressed, but that I was like, "What? <laughs> like fly my Akuma from the bathroom?" That's what I reacted to this episode. It's all just so hilarious now. Fly like, is supposed to be from this tower above Paris. Like, that's no, why it's he, flying away. Had, it's going two feet over. He has with his, his portable Akuma. His, his, yeah, he has his, his portable setup. Yeah, his portable Akuma. Well, I, just, I think it's the I same can't. Akuma. I don't know. I think it's the same Akuma he has. <laughs> his, port- his travel cane. <laughs> we love Akmat's travel game. We love that for him. Um, okay, how about Lady B? Uh, we get uh, Ladybug unifies with Pollen. Um, Alia grabs the bee miraculous along with the fox miraculous that she uses after Calvi We love unify. We get costumes. Them. A plus. We get yeah. a new costume. And this one was amazing. Yeah, so this we have the screenshot down there if you want a reference. She is, I think the highlight is her hair is in like a drill. Um, like a yeah, bee. it's like a... It matches the little stinger thingy. Yeah, the paw, the the venom power. Yeah. Uh, also, but- it looked because it was like so in the previous episode we saw Zoe and she kind of has like this streetwear kind of look to her costume and we kind of see that kind of repeated when it combines with Ladybug. Nice. Yeah. I, lo- I love the, the yeah go- gorgeous the the um we'll talk about this more in um the other two episodes but the transformations in this uh, season are the best we've gotten. Um, also, I noticed there was, I don't know if it was, I think it was last episode. It's so funny because like Marinette and Adrian both transform, but we don't even get Cat Noir's transformation sequence. We just get Marinette's. Yeah. This happens in this episode. Neither of them we get. Um, and I'm kind of sad. We like, do get all you in this episode. Yeah. We get Cat Noir's transformation sequence. Like, come on. Yeah, it's good. Um, we have the new Ladybug ones. Yeah, for that. I wonder if Cat Noir will get a Ladybug type. He needs a new costume. Power. Yeah. He, he needs to get a new power. I bet that'll. I bet that'll. Happen. Also, I'm so. T- he just runs around with cataclysm. It's like, bro, can you calm down? Um, yeah, he's the he's, he's the active like cataclysm here. Eating a cookie when he when he's cat when he has the active cataclysm. It's yeah. dangerous, bro. Uh, the ladybug made for each other. Yeah, yeah. We we figure. Um, we talked about the ladybug figures out. It's sent to Nino uh, because they don't do the ha- the cute handshake. That and he looks really confused. Him. So she's like, oh, "You're a sent monster." Yeah, it was smart, yep. and I like that that came back. And I also like that that was based on Nino, Alia, and Nino being cute. Yes, um, mm-hmm. that was a great moment. There's through the Lucky Charm mirror. Um, yeah, we talked about Alia's upset. She took the miraculous. Um, Lady Marinette says she needs someone to replace her if needed, and she gives Alia the fox miraculous to keep permanently. And then she also says she's going to tell her everything. Is there anything she hasn't told her yet? I don't. I mean, I guess it might be some like I don't know. But yeah, I mean, this is a, this is well, a big okay. uh, continuity she change. She has the she has the permanent she does... miraculous now. Do, do the people who like we. Hold on, my brain will work. Is she going to tell her who all the other miraculous holders are? Well, yeah, that's what I was. That's I what guess she might not know that. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. I was, I didn't know if like Alia. I mean, Alia knows who like Carapace is, but does she know everyone else? Yeah, I guess she doesn't. So is Alia is full on the Natalie to Ladybug that uh, she's Lady, gonna have to Natalie is to. She's gonna have to get some nice pajamas and a bigger bed. <laughs> yeah, she has to it's really sad that now. they can't be gay. So I ship them, but like Adrienette, though. 
This is a big. This is a big development, Delaney. You're, Nino you're... can go away though. Like I don't care. About <laughs> you didn't. You didn't like their cute handshake. No, okay, they're cute, but like Nino isn't a character. <laughs> Sentinino was a major part of this episode. I mean, yes, Sentinino, who again didn't have any personality, <laughs> it's but like not Nino. You're like that's why Hawkmoth is able to uh, replicate uh, his personality yeah, so yeah. easily. It's because he doesn't really have one. Yeah, so no, I like that's wants. the thing is like I think Nino could be a great character, but we spent zero time with him. That's why I mean then meanwhile, Ollie is like the best character ever. I think this is a big deal. Delaney has um full, she's not shipping. Like in my the deepest Alia part Ned of my anymore. soul, I wish Moralia could happen. It Moralia. will never happen. And I'm like I have to be I have to deal I can have Julica and Rose, they're adorable, and then like I do ship Adrian to Marinette, so you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think we always knew that, so that's not really news. But yeah, the, we, we we love it. Okay, how about this? I will then? point out them being gay, though. Like, <laughs> of, I course, will. of course, of course, yeah. of course. The the we have a post splash screen scene. Like, I wasn't ready uh, for this. I was like, oh my god, it's like a Marvel movie. I know. Oh. It's like we don't. It's not full on post credits, but we always get that. It's you know, splash screen, just the 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 collage at the end of the episode, and that's the a, end of the episode. And but that's the end. But here we have a I was scene like, after. What? Yeah, I th- I, I can't remember if they did this in the uh, season three finale. Like, I think they might have done the same thing, or it might have been before the splash screen. I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, th- we've we've had like epilogue type scenes, but only in like the finale. So this is like, right. the, that tells you this is a big episode. So Gabriel and Natalie are going to take an interest in Alia now. Says Gabriel creepily. Yeah, super creepily. <laughs> and and that's where we got the screenshot of the fact that they're sleeping in the same bed. So. Uh, that was the big reveal in this scene. <laughs> it's true. What does this entail? Like, are they gonna track? I mean, all why? Why doesn't Natalie just make another Optigami and just I know, follow like, all you like everywhere I, I and like see that, that she's hanging out in Marinette's so attic all the time? I, I think I bet she could make an Optigami, and then like maybe Marinette will see it again. Hmm. Uh, I yeah, and, I mean, like, this, our the Optigami here is is dead. Uh, by the way, Hawkmoth murders Sentinino at the end of this yeah episode. I know he does and he is like he the way he says it like are we releasing, releasing you, from, you from yeah it, I'm like uh, no are you a cult leader what is happening yeah, yes is the answer to that <laughs> yes True. um yeah so we'll we'll see how this manifests in the second half of the season I assume it's not going to be every episode but like uh, this just furthers like all yeah being a major player in the season um, and I think like, you know, it's going to be fun seeing how this, this, uh, comes into play, but the bigger thing is like, what's it going to lead to in the finale? You know, I think that's what we we're speculating about before. It's definitely going to lead to Adrian and Marinette spending more time together. Yeah. Well, how do you figure? Because, because they're taking this interest in Alia and so they're like, okay, well we can't just be like Adrian, you have to be friends with Alia all the time. So they're going to be like, Adrian, you should hang out with your friend Nino more. And Nino's like, can Alia come along? And then Alia automatically brings Marinette along. So that's how it happens. Okay, we're in. We're in on this. We're in. Perfect. I'm glad you guys could purchase what I was selling. Yeah, no, Um, it it wasn't a hard sell. Is that that your work sales pitch? Is that (laughs) No, my work sales pitch is beautiful. First time. Okay, I'm sure. Is it as beautiful as um, Shadow Moth sending an Akuma two feet into God, the next room? No. I'll never be that good. We can never be as elegant as Shadow Moth with his uh, tutu and his uh, 
His travel cane. His travel cane. Travel Akuma. Yeah. Last thing about Optigami, there's there's like a 30-second flashback in the beginning of this episode. I was not crazy about that to the season three finale. It was very long. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's not a nice reminder, but uh, this is like, okay, this is, you know, this episode is 20 minutes, 30 seconds of new animation instead of, uh, minus the, all the transformations. It's like <laughs> right. 20 minutes instead of you know uh whatever probably even less than 20 minutes of new animation but they made the most of it so that was good okay let's move on to uh, unless there's anything else top of mind from optigami let's move on to the other two episodes okay okay uh guilt trip so like i mentioned i think i see this as just like a 80s campy captain planet type parody episode not really it's not even a parody it's an entry like it's a straight up like that we are doing this style of episode yeah well um, but i think it also plays so much into rose's character too like so who we, she we, is so we learn that rose is like uh anime trope sick girl um she is yeah, uh, true. sick when she's a child and she still occasionally um flares up i guess um so this this is this is new information and we learn about uh roses miss hetty and miss and mr brecky um rose and, is literally uh, like the most precious character ever yeah yeah uh sarah and i have already started calling headaches miss hetty so i think this is going to catch on um uh-huh. we got to oh mr brecky can please call your breakfast that from I, what what other good ones are there uh marinette's really into it when she hears them. oh yeah marinette of got like course she is she's like oh yeah i mean first sure. off rose is adorable and then this just takes it to another level i felt so bad for julica in this episode like poor julica she wasn't ready I for unleashing know. marinette on everyone yeah, so we learned that Julica knew the secret and Rose didn't want to tell her. And then she tells everyone and then um, everyone's treating Rose very differently in an extremely exaggerated manner. Um, okay, it was so funny when Marinette's like, call 911! <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> that was it's like, yeah, we get it, Ladybug. You know how to go over the top. We knew this already. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, And yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the... That, like all of them are like ready in an emergency situation. Like oh, no. everyone, okay. like what's had that, their what's their that thing to do. What does the teacher say? Because she's like, uh, Julika's about to turn into a supervillain, and the teacher's like, "What do you want me to do about it?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a science. Yeah, teacher. I'm just a science teacher. Oh god, that was so funny. Uh, yes, we get, and then um, yeah, and then it leads to Julika being you know upset that Rose and she is just upset. hates herself. She's like, I'm the first. And she just goes. Like, like, Forget the Yeah, so we, we talked yeah, we talked about the that that Shadow Moth part. Um He was so mad. It was like the like I can't believe someone like she got akumatized and then she was just like, nope. It, it's a great entry into the villains disobeying Shadow Moth. Uh, yeah. and of course catalog. he was already mad because they had deflected it like twice. Yeah, before we get to the quotes and uh, Rose as uh, Pigella, uh, Delaney, what do you, so this is our big, this is kind of like our big um, Rose and Julika episode. Right. Um, And you mentioned you interpreted it as gay. Um, But, you know, it's, it's, they get the spotlight and we, you know, it's always like, are we going to go explicitly romantic with Rose and Julika? And this is, I think you could, I like, I kind of saw, you can tell me if you get a screen. I saw this as, 
almost a regression of their relationship to purely kind of friends. I, I, I don't think it was a regression. My thing is, so I think they're intended as gay. And I think we know that. Were they? Like, had, I, I, that's how I actually, that's like genuinely how I usually interpret it. Did you in- interpret them this, this episode as that? So I was, I, so I always interpreted as gay because that's, I think it, it has been presented a lot. And then there's a lot of dialogue where it's like, she's my best friend. And it's kind of like, it's interesting because we've always been like all over Disney because of the owl house. And it's like, bruh, (laughs) bruh. And like, I do think you could in the vacuum of the other episode, without the other episodes, this would just be like, Oh, they're best friends with the context of the other episodes. Like they're, I mean, they're super gay, but this episode, it really, it was starting to tick me off. How, they're like, she's my best friend, or we're best friends. And it's like, are you? Are you? Like, yeah. The very least, they're really yeah. close. This episode betrays. Yeah, them. I th- they I think are very, very close. I think it's like arguably like not any different than normally. It's just that they're like always in the background for like a cute moment, and so right. it's easy to see that yeah. as like, oh, they're they're in the background. Right. Being well, they're always together. holding hands and like. Yeah, cuddling. but this episode, you know, they're yeah. in the spotlight, and there's never anything Nothing. more than that. So it just comes across. I will maybe say there is friendly. very much this like there's this intimacy in the episode that is like really hard not to see like something that was really like that really, uh, I think they've done a better job this season of like representing that Julica just mumbles. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember if it was ever this heavy. Uh, I agree yeah, no, it's like, like so yeah. you can actually tell this time. And so it's so funny because like, like other people are like, what is she saying? But not, not Rose. Like Rose knows everything that she's saying mm-hmm. and she can like basically read her mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it you know, it doesn't end up like being like a, a factor into the the episode's goings on itself, but um, you know, if 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 we were hoping for a big kind of Rose Julica culmination type episode, maybe they give us one like actually romantic episode between the two, then they go to the background the rest of the time. Okay, this like one episode we can just not air this one in China, you know, like maybe we can do that. Right. Like, uh, not this episode, and I. Don't think it's it's coming, but um, I guess I still think they could do that type of thing. I don't know. That's my thing. Yeah. That's the one that is one of my big hangups with this show is that for as much as they try, they are not willing to go there. Yeah, which I believe yeah. is like very much a product of the show's international intentions. I definitely, I agree. Like, I definitely like lady, have. like we talk, we we talk about this a lot for like Cartoon Network shows, but in that, like that, that really isn't as big of a factor as people say. This is like Ladybug's different because this show is like in, made to be air in like every single country. So yeah, and the thing it's is, more this show here. is more popular internationally than it is here. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And so, so that's, like, I would say, the biggest factor. Yeah. And I think like. They've they've definitely given it like it it's definitely written that they're that they're together, but I think it's like they can't do more than they are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how I always feel every like episode in the background. I feel like this episode they're like, okay, we're just gonna like um I don't know. I didn't get that intent as much as normal, but the intimacy Granted, for I sure. I do think it also depends on like we're watching the English dub. Yeah, I don't know what they're saying in French, and yeah, the thing is, with true. especially like, they could be like, if this is like, if we're gonna say this is like a translation, like, there's a chance that like what they're saying in French is not what we're getting in English. Yeah, we could, yeah, we yeah. could, we could compare it to the French version or something in ten years when Miraculous Subs get her gets around to correct. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Okay. How about Rose? Or as... in ten years when we all become fluent in French? Yeah. Is that are you too. working on that? 
No. Um, not yet. I thought I mean, you said we'll do a podcast. You said um like you were about to say yes. April. Here, well, okay, so it's really crazy because at work, this is like totally off topic, but also not. But at work, they were like, "Oh, we need a representative in Canada, but we need someone who can speak French." And I was like, "I mean, you can." I'll like I'll learn French if You're you like, guys are Ladybug willing to like put it put in the time. They and should hire Sarah. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, the uh, yeah, like I did learn French from watching Ladybug. That's the yeah. Or just like if if look if my job wants to pay me and pay for me to learn French, I will yeah. happily do that. So that I can watch can Ladybug in So you can French watch Ladybug in French and you don't have to wait for the dub. Okay, there you go. Exactly. That's the conclusion. Okay, Rose is given the miraculous. She's Pigella. She has the power of positivity. Um, or no, no, that's not the power. She's the power of jubilation. Uh, the, pig mirac- the pig miraculous of jubilation. The Kwame is Daisy. She is so cute. Daisy rejoice. And then she has pigtails and a tambourine, right? It's like, adorable. Uh, she just looks like Sailor Moon. Yeah. With a tambourine. Yes. Um, and her power is gift, and she sows someone their heart's greatest desire. Does this have any a- application beyond this episode? Absolutely. I feel like no, but like I don't know. Maybe I guess maybe it's like very effective against a villain. Uh, maybe it shows them beyond the mind control. Maybe or like because people get acclimatized from bad feelings, but if there's someone there to spread joy and happiness, oh, I can see I can yeah, see a scenario where. Yeah. Maybe we have another situation kind of like the season two and season three finales where like there's a lot of villains and we need a lot more heroes and her power. She can keep other people from getting akumatized. Yeah, yeah I could see it as some sort of anti-akumatization thing. But yeah, let's see when Rose gets some. Especially again. like because now that she's giving out charms, but she can't give charms to everyone in Paris. Yeah. 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 It's maybe in line with the charms. I agree. Um, so, yeah, getting to the 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 Santa monster of guilt trip. Um, did anyone else think of this, uh, so this, this episode was very, um, 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 Freudian, uh, because I, I saw uh-huh. this as like a very, uh, vaginal uh-huh. sentimonster. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's also a lot of balls going around. Uh-huh. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. It, uh, was, here's, a, it was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> here's the best quote of the episode. Uh, there's okay. a lot, but here, uh, I believe Kat says this, uh, I, I'm not, a, uh, the Santa monster is contaminating everyone with its purple balls. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I hate this show. That was a quote <laughs> that's said in Ladybug. They they were trying for a nuendo, other than like I don't think this quote was even like an intent. Like for the other than maybe like a Freudian like thematic with the Santa monster. I don't know. Um, like I don't think they were like had a bunch of innuendo quotes with the balls, but there are a bunch of balls in here. Yeah. Um, but the rest of them are like uh, way like over the top uh, earnest quotes like very earnest uh stuff uh so okay here's here's one um of course she's fighting her negative thoughts with positive thinking it's so great a plus episode here's the here's the most campy quote of the episode the power of positivity we don't always need a spectacular fight to succeed a plus a magic that's like definitely intentionally campy like for sure it's true i don't know if i said that when i was saying my initial thoughts like this is a purposely very campy um, but Definitely. like 80s, like, yes. uh, you know, this is like 80s She-Ra, basically. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, OK, here's uh, a great Shadow Moth. Oh, God, quote. he's the worst. Great quote. <laughs> 
You uh, may have won the day with your positivity this time, but you can count on me to fill the rest of your days with negativity sooner than you know. Like, whatever. Like, you say that every episode. <laughs> this is like the most dumbed down version of, of the quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll fill your days with negativity. I feel like it's probably, like, I feel like that quote's probably way cooler in French. I don't like think this episode's supposed to be cool. I think it's like, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I do, I do want to see it in French, like but very much Saturday cartoon, like yeah. PSA, like yeah. yeah. So what do we, what do we think of them going for this type of episode? Like, I, I feel like to me, I see this as like a quality entry in an attempt that a lot of people well, might not like. This but is like, kind of what the show is about, though. Like, yeah. in a very campy, very way. distilled Ladybug version. Yeah, this is like, mm. but this is basically what Ladybug's about, like. Ladybug, like, Marinette embodies that, like, radical kindness and, like, you know, she doesn't want people to be consumed by these negative emotions and they do everything they can not to, like, cause problems, which is why when Chloe causes all her problems, Hawk Moth is like, perfect, yes. And, like, and we literally, like, she's passing out charms to keep people from being akumatized, so, like, this makes sense. That's a good point that, yeah, I think yeah. Ladybug is, has these kind of themes that's just not usually set in this, like, very overt, positive, campy type of way. I mean, I think yeah. it's, you know, this, like, it's like they had, when they had that episode with, oh, it's my favorite fusion. What is it? And oh, Steven it's Garnet, Garnet and Steven. That's the best fusion. And, um, so, like, everyone hated that episode because it's basically a PSA, but that's, like, Steven Universe. Yeah, has, that was intentionally campy. Too. Yeah. yeah, but also yeah. Steven Universe has a lot of this kind of campy dialogue in it, but it's like very genuine because that's how all of Steven Universe is. So it's kind of like this is kind of the same thing. It's just that Ladybug is usually not quite this straightforward. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. Like there's other elements of this in Ladybug. Usually it's just more straightforward here. Um, here's another here's another one of these types of quotes. Uh, she never needed a miraculous to be a superhero. One, super cute, also accurate. Yes. Agreed. That, that one's cute, yeah. Um, here's, here's like a genuinely kind of funny line to end that episode. Oh, I laughed I at this one. Um, Chloe <laughs> says, um, hey, how come you never laugh when I say something mean? Adrian, because you actually mean it. Chloe, hmm, true. Um, <laughs> that was actually Chloe being funny, I feel like. Like, <laughs> I thought that was good. That was just okay. Bad. Unintentionally or not, Chloe's always funny. Chloe is always funny, but yeah. also this is like the, the distilled version of what they're doing with Chloe this season yes. in terms of like mm-hmm. she's just like full on just a mean girl again. Um, not that she ever wasn't. Like I will on. say, like I feel like it's deserved just because of like how I'm wondering. Like, have we just not hit rock bottom yet with Chloe? Like. Look, I've, I've seen I've seen in the analysis that like even though in season two we had Chloe getting the miraculous, we all like, commented at the time it was always just very self serving. It was always to suit like her like Ladybug fandom yeah. and her wanting to shine. Like I agree with all that. My issues are more just in terms of narrative structure. Yeah, that all that yeah. in retrospect just looks very unsatisfying. If we're going back to an even more extreme version of right, like, that's season what I'm like. Well, yeah. I'm just wondering, and I'm like, are we not like are we just not going to hit the bottom and come back? Because my thing is like. We, she has the charm, whether she likes it or not. But, like, it makes you wonder, like, is she going to at some point, like, it makes me wonder, like, like I think, and we were going to talk about this, you made a note of it, like, is Adrian not being her friend anymore going to do that? Yeah, so let's move or on like to Queen Banana. Or, like, at what point does it sink in that Adrian is no longer her friend anymore? Or, like, what point is it going to sink in that the reason Marinette has all these friends is because she's not hateful like she is? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's uh 
a good point to Maybe wonder if things Adrian will sink Maybe it's when start dating or something. Like, what is it going to get to Chloe that, like, being the way she is is not doing her any favors? Well, like, you know, is is the show going somewhere else with Chloe or is this it? Right. Is this it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. TBD. Um, I assume that we'll at least just do something with Chloe. I, like, totally don't um thomas could be throwing us off with his like tweet threads and stuff that they fully intend to bring chloe back around um i do think he is he is one to troll in in that manner but uh like we, we could still be doing chloe Demption um or some version of it but uh you know i just i mean I, we were I'm, so close yeah yeah at least in terms of like she's about to she, like she was never like nice but she's about to maybe start turning a corner you know you could say yeah. and that's um, the thing i wonder with zoe too like is it you know if zoe starts kind of doing all this stuff like yeah well and we'll see how zoe plays in it so speaking of queen banana so we mentioned this moment with adrian which i think is the most plot significant thing that happens in this episode um adrian wants chloe to apologize um and he says they can't be friends. Uh, he he said I couldn't. I said we couldn't be friends if you weren't nice. Um, and Chloe's like, oh well, we're over. So Adrian rejecting Chloe more explicitly than he ever has before. Yeah, because Adrian's always been that one person that has always sort of been like he's stuck up for Chloe and defended her and everything like that. So yeah. This is and a big th- deal. This is, yeah, yeah I, I kind of see this as like the rock bottom moment for Chloe. Like even Adrian has abandoned her now. So, mm-hmm. um, and to a certain extent, her dad has too, because her dad's siding with Zoe, Zoe, at least in the background. Um, She's like becoming more isolated. So I think we're going to do something with that. I'm not sure what, but yeah, like they're not going to go down a path without, you know, having an end point. Um, yeah. I assume, yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, it has to, it has to, like, you can't get worse. It's not, their character's not gonna stay this way, I feel like, to the end of the show. So, um, there'll be some sort of reconciliation, I guess, with who she is <laughs> as a person right now. Um, but yeah, she is very over the top in, in her demands to the class movie. This whole episode is, um, Queen Banana is kind of based on a ridiculous concept of the class is doing a movie of, uh, the superhero of creation and destruction. Weird. And Creatica and Destroyica. I wonder where she could have gotten that. Includes I'm Freeing You from Evil, I think, in the yeah. part of, it was a, uh, it was a, honestly it was hilarious. Like I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh it was it was very fun, uh kind of like uh uh Umbrella and Players type, I guess. Not fully that, but you know, in that vein of a play making fun of the show. Um yeah. and uh maybe the highlight is uh a starring role for Thomas Ostruck, the character. <laughs> um, as he is over famous director thomas ostruck who directed the animated marin uh, ladybug and cat movie within the within the show of uh miraculous <laughs> ladybug is overseeing this uh class production yes uh he doesn't really i don't know he doesn't like uh he's not like overtly comedic or anything he's just like this thomas is just a character in the show <laughs> and he's coming in now he just exists in this universe uh very still very stupid <laughs> Like, uh, it's very dumb. Not, I don't know. Is this done, done before to this extent where the creator is literally just a character like this? Um, I mean, he, the closest thing would be Starfan 13. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's kind of, yeah. The creator's voice a character. And I guess Starfan 13 is like kind of, uh, not, it's not like this though, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, we, we, we have, um, 
I, we get the art art teacher uh, with Chloe. I, I said that less politely. Um, I thought that was funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> we get uh, Chloe's d- uh, demands include the bana- a queen banana, banana car, Adrian in a cage, which I think is funny. I enjoyed that. <laughs> and, that was really good. And then a cardboard yellow gorilla, but Chloe wants a real real yellow gorilla. Yeah, she's like, too. oh, I yeah. need a yellow gorilla. And then Kim, who is Kim. Yeah, he's like, can we get, us, <laughs> get it from the zoos? Yeah. And Meredith's um, like, no! We mentioned that Gabriel uh, finance, wants to, uh, he, he he says, I financed it myself in order to get Chloe upset. And yeah, Chloe with b- Banana Boom Boom, um, the scent monster, I think is the best part, is Banana Boom Boom. Absolutely. Um, I also love that she's just turning people into bananas. Yeah. That's also, did too. we talk about in their fight, it's literally Star versus the Force of Evil, and they're like yelling their superpowers at each other? Yes. <laughs> that's good. You love to see that. Yes, we didn't talk about the main thing I wrote down in the outline for this episode, which is we see Zoe as Vesperia. She gets the miraculous, the bee miraculous. And her costume like, is so cool. Mm-hmm. We're, also, we're, she we're, literally turns into her and becomes the most savage person ever. Yeah. So speaking of campy, she's like very uh, confident, cat noir-esque confident corny which i, I think say. makes sense yeah. apparently when you're shy you just turn into like a raging butthole <laughs> <laughs> but she's but she's like in a peppy cute way so yeah. it's acceptable As instead opposed of to cat. cat being corny <laughs> like cocky yeah um yeah but we we said like chloe's gonna be so mad well ladybug says chloe will never know it's you so i guess that's true um even though it's obvious it's her yeah, yeah. I, hate, I hate even though it literally looks and sounds and she was right there you know <laughs> and it's literally just her um but yeah but we love we're liking zoe as vesperia i assume we're gonna see her a lot this season i really like zoe i ship her with yeah. marinette uh, we just talked about how you're off the Maralia train. I'm not off the Maralia train. I'm just aware that the train never left the station. <laughs> That's a good quote, too. They're still boarding. They're so now I'm, sitting, now I'm sitting on the train next to it that's also not going to move, but at least it's a different train, okay? <laughs> yeah, are you more are you more excited about this train than your train that you previously transferred from? I mean, no, but it's new. So, you know, it's shiny, it's new. Let me play with it a little bit and then Look, the so now it's a toy train, okay? My old toy train ran out of batteries and I need yeah. to replace the batteries. So now I'm playing with my new shiny train for a little bit, okay? Yeah. This is but a very like cutesy girls like type. It's, it's They're a so ship. cute. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the reason I'm like pointing out quotes is because I'm trying to title the podcast with a fun quote from the that was said. So you you guys will know what it was at this point, but we're just writing down ideas at this. So I wrote down. I think that train quote is too long, but oh, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, April, any you any Vesperia thoughts or like predictions on what we might do with her? Um, I mean, I feel like we'll see her again for sure. Like it's not over because. Whatever we're doing with Chloe is going to be tied with Zoe, I, I think. Yeah. So that's a, that's the thing that I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like a little uh, about because like it didn't make sense when we were assembling the superhero team for Chloe to be Queen B, but now like we have Zoe and it's kind of like, are we just not going to have any movement ever again, or are we just going to have, or is Chloe going to end up? Which honestly it would make more sense if Chloe ends up based on like where she ends up with a different miraculous. 
Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that. I think she'll probably get it. If if we go Chloe Dash, I think she'll she get a keep, new one. And maybe she'll keep her identity a secret. Oh. That'd be a big character moment. That would be a big character moment. Mm-hmm. Is she capable? Um yeah, that that'd be cool, Chloe getting a new one. Because uh I do think Zoe as Vesperia is even better than Chloe as Queen Bee. It should be noted in Optigami, uh their list was outdated. They did not know that Zoe had the B. Well, yeah, because now. she wasn't in the season three finale. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they still thought Chloe was, but they happen to be golded at the same time because uh, Chloe tries to use Zoe as a human right. shield, and they yeah. both yeah. end up getting <laughs> getting uh, turned to dust anyway. Because her mom, because she laughs at her mom. Um, yeah, because she laughed at her when uh, she's getting roasted by Santa Alec. So funny. Yeah. Which was which was uh, warranted and good. That was a good moment for Chloe. Um, so yeah, Zoe's transformation sequences were great. Oh, like, so good. Zoe and Rose are both incredible transformation sequences. I think Zoe's might be my favorite of the show now. Oh um, yeah, it's it's real. I don't know. I will always love Marinettes, but Zoe's is pretty good. Should be noted, Cat cl- kisses Vesperia's hand. I was yep. mad at him. I was like, "What are you doing? Are we <laughs> shipping it?" Cat no. Noir and Vesperia. No, they're, they're, we 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 said they're both the shy kids that really uh, go over the him. top. I was like, heroes. um, your light, your the love of your life is Ladybug. What are you doing? I got real heated with him. <laughs> Look, he's Ladybug doesn't want to be with him. He's not no, allowed to move I'm on. Mad. I'm mad. Yes, he's not allowed to move on. Unless it's I th- with Marinette. I will say this is, uh, yeah, well, Marinette. Now Unless he's starting to like Marinette. Hey, Delaney, newsflash, <laughs> the same person. <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> oh, not so according no, to the show. I was so heated. I was like, leave her alone. Um. Yeah. Well, I. I, I, I should don't be noted. Like love this triangles. Is... I do everything I can in life to avoid them. Ladybug is a love square, Delaney. Okay. Well, at least they're people. love square. The but with two people. people <laughs> with right? two people. I don't. I, I. This is like France, so you know he's kind. Maybe he's just being polite. You know, there's more. Uh, okay, informal yeah, kissing sure. here. I will say. Sure. So yeah. He didn't he do kissed... that to Alia. I hate him. You know, he's, I think he's being uh, like slightly flirty, but I think it's like somewhat normal, probably, to kiss someone's yeah. hand. Yeah, uh, he's like, "Oh, new cute hero girl!" Like, duh, he's gonna. I hate him. He did make. He did. He did make. Delaney, you hate him. You wouldn't have been like, "Oh, new cute him. hero girl." You wouldn't have been like that. Wait, what? If you you, you as cat as the cat cosplayer, I feel like you would uh, behave. Similarly. I'm gay. That's completely different. <laughs> um, I uh. I'm gay. That's completely different. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, no, I was going to say something. You messed me up. Oh, he was flirty. Like, he wasn't, he didn't do that. But when all when he was like, oh, it's me and the ladies or whatever, like something stupid when it's him and Marinette and Alia. Yeah. Yeah. So he, dumb. Him being corny, you know, I think typical. But yeah, they can buy, they can make puns together, Vesperia and Kat. Oh, oh God. Poor yeah. Marinette. Point, yeah, point, if Marinette's there. Um, <laughs> Zoe taunts Chloe to distract her, and that's like the way they Ladybug glues the holster. Okay, um, that was amazing. I loved that. That was great. Also, the okay, actually, the best part, this is actually the funniest thing that's ever happened in Ladybug. Are you ready? When she miraculous Ladybugs, and she's like, oh my god, because it's a moped. Oh, yeah. And she like jumps out of the way. So funny. Who? Wait, I don't remember this. Yeah, so so the lucky charm was actually the entire moped. So the moped drops, and so she's like holding out her arms, and then she's like, "Oh!" And she like backs oh, up, okay. and it hits okay. the roof. Oh, and that's when they lucky open charms, it, and yeah. that's when they got like the all the stuff. So they used the moped to get away, but like it's so funny when she lucky charms and it's the moped. Okay, yeah, Chula. Okay, 
Got it. That's good. Yeah. At the end, Zoe says she loves Chloe and um, gives her the charm. That's from their mom. She just, it's just the quote from the movie, but it was great. Yeah, yeah that's good. She tricks her into uh, getting to Chloe keeping the charm. Um, but here's the other big plot thing. So then Takamon's like, oh, I'm going to send out a new Akuma now. Chloe, you know, got Akumatized. And he's like, oh, my God. It's deflected. It's and he, That's impossible. What's yeah, going he's on? so mad. Or Hawk so he did not know about the charms previously, and now he is. No. Uh, he, I, I don't think he's uh, necessarily knows that Marinette's giving out, but he knows that there's something preventing. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, um, Chloe says she'll get her revenge. Okay, that's. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay, okay record, Chloe he says. For the record, like every time this happens, he's like, "That's impossible, bro." It happens. Like, can you he, figure it out? Hawkmoth, yeah. have we said this, made this joke before? I'm sure we have. Hawkmoth would be a great reaction YouTuber. Like, he oh is the best. God, he's the yeah. best reactions he's so to things. Good. He's like, he's just so in the moment that he's just like always shocked at anything that happens. Because, so like, there's multiple times where they've managed to deflect the Akuma without a charm. Yeah. Like, this is, like, this is surprising to him, but, like, hasn't he seen it all well, at this point? but I wonder if it's because, like, so whenever they've, like, deflected the Akumas in the past, like, they've, I guess it's been, like, an actual, like, effort to, like, not be in a bad mood anymore. But, like, with Chloe, like, she was consistently in that bad mood. That's true. Like, it's not like she was, like, being talked down or anything like that. She was just in the bad mood. Well, granted, at the same time, he had the same reaction to Julico, and he was like, where did that, the depths of loneliness go? And I was like, shut up, Hawk Moth. Because <laughs> they managed to fend it off twice. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, okay, anyway, Hawk Moth's reaction channel. No, I agree, Hawk Moth. Yeah. Are... yeah. That, Dylan, that's, you, uh... that could be you. You could dress up like Hawk Moth. Yeah. And uh, do, do that, your wonderful hawk. We're just gonna start a ladybug cosplay channel, YouTube yeah, channel. I'm Cat Noir. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> you're uh, yeah, you're Cat Noir and you're flirting with um, April, yeah, with April as uh, easy Zoe <laughs> or Marinette. It doesn't matter, or Marinette, yeah, yeah, both at the same time. It doesn't Unless matter. You want to be Marinette? I thought yeah. it was Marinette and I. Ladybug uh, okay. cosplay. I, well, who's April? Oh, April's Hawk Moth. With you, Hawk Wait, Hawk I'm not Hawk Moth. April's Hawk Moth. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, April has to be Hawk Moth. Yeah, Duh. I'm Hawk Moth, guys. Come on now. Okay. Come on now. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Stick up for yourself, April. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Look, I got lost in the moment, too. It's okay. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, anyway, let's. Uh, I'm, I've been fading. Let's. Uh, I think that was the last thing on the outline. Let's conclude here. Delaney, what's on your mind uh, closing out this Ladybug podcast? I'm I'm just excited for more. I just I love Ladybug and like I I put off the episodes sometimes one because my schedule is so crazy. But um, watching all three, like I watch them all back to back, and it's just oh, I love Ladybug. It's so good. We're hyped for uh, these next uh, few episodes. I'm hyped yeah. and stressed. And stressed. Okay. The That'd normal be good. normal Ladybug mood. I'll write that down as a backup quote. I'm hyped and stressed because that's a good <laughs> eternal. Like that's just that just describes Ladybug. Yeah. Yeah. April, how are you feeling? Um, feeling good. Feeling good. I'm ready for some more episodes. We've been okay. waiting for this. It's true. So yes. we we've earned this. The fact that it's airing weekly is like amazing. Yeah. It's it's a blessing, truly. Okay, so here's what's coming up. Next week we have Sent a Bubbler. Yep. Oh um, dear lord. Which, and then we have Rocketeer. Okay. Um, okay. Then uh, in August, the two episodes that are scheduled are um, Wishmaker 
And <gasps> Mega Leech. So that oh. will conclude. As of now, that's the uh, end of the season. So that would be 13 episodes. So at that point, we'll have seen half of the season. Um, and then Ladybug and Alan we know, will stop airing at the same time. Do we know like what episode they are supposed to be? Yeah, numbers. Within the yeah. season? Yeah. yeah I believe two of these are after the point that we just were at. Ooh. Um, <gasps> Is that true? I can fact check that as we're going. Actually, Santa Bubbler actually is next episode. Did you say Owl House would also be going on break around the same time? Yeah, Owl House will stop at the same time. <gasps> My um, heart. Yeah, actually, actually, okay, yeah. Santa Bubbler is next episode, so that'll be exciting. We'll potentially see the ramifications of Optigami, Rocketeer, and Wishmaker also later after um, Okay. Uh, in the season. But uh, weirdly, the mid-season, the 13th episode is before Megaleach. Um, and we're still missing episode five and Gabriel Agrest episode nine, which we mm. knew the title of before, like any other episode. And we still, Stress. it's not, it's not done yet. So there you go. Uh, I wonder if we'll have more information. Gabriel Agrest that was relevant for Optikami. We will see. Well, or I wonder, like, what if these numbers just are meaningless in like, yeah. Though yeah, I, I, will I, say- I do, I do think people take the production numbers a little too, like, it's, it's relevant because like after sent, after Optikami, Hawk Moth is focusing on Alia. That'll be relevant now, rest of the seasons. Like it's, but other than yeah. that, other than the really high level things, you know, uh, like episode three, uh, Marinette says she's Ladybug to Alia. Like, th- but other than that, I think it's like uh, a little, uh, but like, as we said, Mr. Pigeon 72, Marinette's stuttering again after that episode, you know, so like there, yeah. there are some things. Anyway, okay. Okay. We're excited. We'll be back. It might not be until the end of August. We'll see. Just warning you because we're going to, cover Owl House mid-season finale around then, too. I believe that will be more uh, bigger. I think because, you know, we just had Ladybug. Yay! <laughs> yeah, well, we, 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 uh, Lumity starts dating before middle of season two. Adrianette doesn't date until the end of season five. Perfect. Lumity's go. happening way... I don't care. Like, it's going to be great. Okay, yeah. so Lumity, you could get rid of... Uh, that's the third train. Get rid of... Uh, Maralia, Zoe, Marinette. Oh, I live, I live on the Lumity train. Like I like, you I just, go home to the Lumity. Is this a is this That's an Infinity Train situation? And you're changing cars? Is that what's happening? Yes. Oh my god, I had a coworker. I was trying. I was recommending her, um, Owl House, and she was, she said something, and I was like, "That's like she says something." because she's still mad about Kipo. She finished Kipo, and she hates my guts. I don't blame her um because it like, <laughs> made her sad but then i was recommending the owl house she's like i saw that on twitter no people die i'm like nobody dies in the owl house she saw something from infinity train i was like oh no that show will mess you up there's a lot of that's, trauma yeah, that's much darker <laughs> yeah that's much darker okay we'll yeah f- i was like no no no, no. owl house good infinity train you'll hate me again well, some but- some seasons to some seasons some other seasons that is. but yeah uh okay ladybug on the infinity train let's write that fanfic yep but add that to the list. Okay, there you go. That's let us know what you thought. As mentioned in the intro, uh, we appreciate your comments, or your your reviews on our Ladybug discussion. Let us know all of what you thought of our discussion here. Please remember, though, no spoilers for episodes that have not aired up to this point where this podcast was released, um, including Optigami, um, which we, as as the latest episode that has aired. And um, if you enjoyed this, you can consider supporting us um on patreon we always appreciate any contributions there at patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to um all of our patreon executive uh producers i think i'm doing this out of order because i was loading the document ryan c beatrice <laughs> michael needle and phonician and our patreon podcast michael 
So, like I said, um, next podcast on the Owl House at some point in around middle of August. Next Ladybug podcast, end of August. Thank you guys for your patience, but happy to get this podcast up a week early. And thanks very much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.